The persistent hand shot up again, like a ship's mast in a sea of curious faces. That is, if the ship itself was an exasperating crackpot named Chip Sled, who was quite possibly the least sane person in the auditorium. Helen Wheels, historical nonfiction author and guest lecturer at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, ignored him as she finished addressing the crowd. They were there, after all, to see her, and to listen to her theories on the mass disappearance of the Roanoke Island colonists in 1587, just a ways south off the coast of North Carolina. They weren't there to listen to Chip challenge her ideas. Not that she minded a good debate. A lot of her best ideas had come from challenging existing opinions. Chip, however, was a special case. Emphasis on special. He had badgered her endlessly on her book tour for the past six weeks, posing bizarre questions and ridiculous ideas. But although he'd grown increasingly annoying, he had never done anything to break the law. He hadn't stalked her. He hadn't invaded her privacy. Mostly, he was a bothersome fly at the windowsill. So ignoring and enduring the pest had become her defense and she assumed that, eventually, he would tire of his nonsense and move on to someone else. Don't forget that there was never any indication of cannibalism in that area, Helen said. We can't rule out that it's possible, but it's not probable. I firmly believe that the DNA research being conducted in Texas will ultimately prove that the colonists were absorbed by the friendly Croatan tribe. And if you haven't yet read my book... Suffice it to say that it also concludes that this is the most logical explanation for the colonists' disappearance. There, I just saved you twenty-five bucks, but you can at least buy me a coffee. The audience chuckled. With Chip in mind, she added, There will always be some uncertainty, and as with any historical mystery, conspiracy theories will arise. However, science, facts, will be the eventual winners of this debate. Okay, we have time for a few questions, and wow, I can see that some of you came prepared. Eager hands waved. Helen pointed to a young man with his arm in the air, a history student she recognized from a previous lecture, and said, We'll start with you. Your question? But before the student could speak, Chip stood up, hair disheveled, holding a manila folder stuffed with a stack of paper so thick he had to cradle it with two hands. He raised his voice loud enough for all two hundred attendees to hear, and said, Miss Wheels, please, I'm sorry for interrupting, but you seriously can't go on denying the fact that there's something else at play here. Helen took a sip from her water bottle, slowly screwed the cap back on, and smirked. Hi, Chip. Should she humor him? Maybe just this once? Like appeasing an implacable spoiled child with a treat, perhaps he would let go of his insistence if she finally relented. Let me guess. Alien abduction? Wasn't that last week's supposition? Chip, with his shirt untucked, buttons uneven, some sort of unidentifiable stain on his khakis and shaggy hair, was actually quite handsome in a nutty professor sort of way. With a strong chin, bright blue eyes, and an enduring beard shadow that never seemed to go past 501, he could have easily been on the cover of a magazine, 
as long as it was a worn copy of Psychology Today, and he was the subject of a featured article on mental instability. But, good-looking though he may have been, when he opened his mouth, the crazy came out. He scoffed. Hey, alien abduction is a perfectly viable theory. What's your question, Chip? She interrupted, leaning closer to the podium's microphone. He cleared his throat with dramatic flair, then held the stuffed folder high over his head for everyone to see. You were talking about the DNA research in Texas, Miss Wills. Well, what I have right here is verifiable proof that Dr. Herman Anderson, an extraordinary geneticist, found human DNA while running some routine tests on a sampling of an oak tree dating back to the 1500s. And that oak tree came from Roanoke Island. The audience tried, unsuccessfully, to stifle their laughter.